A final word, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And pray for me, too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike. I am in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So, pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for Him as I should. New Living Translation When I think of the Apostle Paul, I think of a guy who had a bucket load of boldness, who did not sidestep tough situations, but who fearlessly stepped into the world with the good news of God's grace in Christ. Maybe Paul was that way because of prayer and the prayers of God's people. Maybe what stands in the way of people knowing Jesus and believers maturing in faith is a profound lack of intense, consistent, and sustained prayer. Maybe too many of God's people have been duped by the enemy of our souls to retreat in a bubble of fear, unable to effectively engage God's big world with confidence. Paul told the Ephesian church what kind of practical and vital obligations were needed to put aside fear and flourish as Christians. Be strong in the Lord because we are in an invisible war. There is an unseen world all around us. We serve an invisible God, and we have an invisible enemy. Satan and all his wicked spirits exist. They are organized for war with methodical schemes and strategies designed to blunt our spiritual development and the expansion of God's benevolent kingdom. The enemy seeks to render us ineffective in our walk with Christ, unproductive for God, and all knotted up inside in a broken mess so that we are weak, not strong. The names of our invisible enemy in Scripture tells us the kind of diabolical and methodical work he is doing to snare us. Satan, the adversary who opposes us Lucifer, the shining one who comes looking like the light but only delivers darkness Beelzebub, Lord of the Flies, who is a false god promising protection and help apart from God Belial, the evil one, who seeks to have us engage in sin instead of righteousness tempter, offering alternative plans to the will of God accuser, the false judge, using criticism to bully people into shameful submission prince of this world, the architect behind all systemic evil devil, the diabolical one who engages in spiritual guerrilla warfare against God's people. The unseen wicked spirits of this dark world pull out whatever technique they can to turn us from knowing who we are in Christ and how we are to really live. They seek to distract us from our mission, to keep us busy fighting among ourselves, so that we will put our ultimate confidence in anything or anyone but Christ. Put on the armor of God and prepare for spiritual battle. Satan is a defeated foe. The nails that crucified the Lord Jesus, and the power of God that raised Him from the dead, ensured Satan's doom. Although we stand in the victory of the Lord Jesus, the world, the flesh, and the devil still dog us at every turn. So, we must discover and dislodge every threat to our spiritual growth and the mission of the Church to step into the world with the Gospel of Grace. Jesus said He will build His Church and the gates of hell will not prevail against us. The picture is not one of the Church being defensive and only responding to threats, but of a Church pushing forward and storming the gates. The promise we have is that we can engage the enemy to the point of hell itself, and will not be burned by demonic enemy fire. Therefore, we are not to hunker down in self-protective foxholes 
we are to engage the enemy with our spiritual armor on. Put on the belt of truth. We need to combat the demonic lies. The truth will set us free. Lies will place us in bondage. Shame will keep us in the dark shadows. We are to embrace Jesus who is the way, the truth, and the life. The truth is that we belong to God. We are not to fight demonic fire with fire. Instead, we fight Satan with the waters of baptism, remembering who we are in Christ. Just as the wicked witch of the West was killed with water, so we are to fling our baptismal water in the face of the enemy and watch him melt away. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. It protects our heart as we push forward and engage the enemy. Satan is aiming for our hearts, so it is vital that they are well guarded. Our hearts belong to God. Before we chose God, God chose us before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless, Ephesians 1 4. Put on the gospel shoes of peace. Satan and his minions are trying to cause chaos, unrest, and division. We are to be ready for his methods through embracing God's peace and harmony with others. We are to use our shoes, both for digging in and standing firm, and stepping forward into situations as peacemakers. Those who ready themselves with the gospel of peace live differently, openly, with grace and integrity. Take up your spiritual weapons and do battle. Whereas the spiritual armor is protective, giving us a solid defensive posture, our spiritual weapons help us to go on the offense and walk into the struggle. Take up the shield of faith. Extinguish all the nasty flaming arrows of the evil one. The Roman phalanx was a rectangular military formation where the army took their shields and connected them together for protection and the ability to push forward, engaging the enemy. This tactic helped the Romans to conquer most of the known world of the time. It was based not on individual ability but on the strength of the entire army working together. The devil seeks to divide and conquer. Yet, there is strength in numbers, that is, as long as we work together. Linking our shields together through unity, fellowship, and encouragement is absolutely necessary if we are going to win the battle. Take up the helmet of salvation. Active transformation through the renewing of our minds enables us to avoid retreating and going back to old sinful patterns of thinking. We need mindfulness, not mindlessness, aware of who we are in Christ and actively occupying our thoughts with God's Word. Take up sword of the Spirit. This is the Word of God. The written Word is to be the spoken Word. Our primary offensive weapon in the battle against the evil one is God's Word. It needs to be read, memorized, meditated upon, learned, talked about, and, used by speaking it aloud. Be alert and pray. Prayer is to undergird everything we do. The early church was effective and successful through prayer. They all joined together constantly in prayer, Acts 1:14. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer, Acts 2:42. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly, Acts 4:31. The early apostles rearranged their busy schedules so that they could give their attention to prayer in the ministry of the word, Acts 6:4. Believers in Jesus pray. Whenever prayer takes a back seat to everything else, believers end up fighting the wrong battles with the result of a lot of friendly fire where people get spiritually and emotionally hurt. Our battle is not with flesh and blood human beings, it is with Satan and his wicked spirits. Fight them not each other. Conclusion The spiritual forces we are up against are wicked, evil, cunning and do not observe any kind of Geneva Convention rules when it comes to war. They are out for blood. Therefore, we must be ready and put on our spiritual armor, take up our spiritual weapons, and move forward with the Word of God and prayer. This present darkness requires that we be at our best. Our very lives depend on it.